Welcome to Success Hangout. My name is Sean David Onomasi, and on this show, I have conversations with high achievers and share the stories of everyday people with the aim of extracting insights on what meaningful success should look like. From politics to career progression and spirituality, we have broad discussions on world issues as well as how to ensure our individual success stories become a shared progressive and inclusive experience to the world around us. Join my members only tribe today and let's keep hanging out. Today I have with me Edo Ndeke, um, the co-founder of Demif Gallery, and we are going to be looking at black art and African contemporary arts as a whole. Um, we will be touching on the industry as it is, the size of the industry, the potentials of the industry, uh, perhaps even look at you know the impact of COVID-19 on the industry. Uh, and we would also be touching and looking at the politics behind uh, some of the historical arts um, um, from the black culture. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Adol. Thank you. Yeah, David, thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to, uh, to talk to you about this interesting topic. Yeah, fantastic. And, and Edo, I mean, we've, we've uh, discussed offline a couple of times. Yes. Uh, and uh, we've shared the importance of uh, telling the right story for African art. Uh, we looked at the future of the arts in general. And uh, I think to, from, from a personal note, uh, more recently, uh, I came across a uh, documentary on BBC uh, called Civilization. Right. Um, and it tells the story of civilizations across the world, uh, of nations across the world, from the Greek Empire to, I mean, the Roman Empire to the Greeks, um, and how art played a major part in the world as we know it. So I'm really pleased to be having this conversation with you because I feel like um, sometimes we don't talk about arts uh, and its impact to uh, nations uh, and some of the political conversations that are going on, whether it's Black Lives Matter, uh, with some of the statues being put, uh, being demanded uh, to be pulled down, uh, to be pulled down um, of you know old slave masters and 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 conf uh, Confederate confederate um masters as well so i feel like you know art is a big big part but I, i'm keen to know what got you started into art in the first place and what's uh demif gallery if if you want to start from there yes so thank you so much um i mean the way that i started into into the uh, arts uh, mm -hmm. is really through through my father um who is an artist himself um and i was basically introduced by first of all just seeing him work mm -hmm. uh, initially um and just seeing him work through the entire creative process mm -hmm. and also seeing the the end result of that process uh, so that was really, really inspiring. So from already at a young age, I was exposed to that. Um, and then secondly, uh, I basically had the opportunity with my parents to travel um, around the world. Uh, I lived in uh, six different countries and 
everywhere where we went um one of the things that we always did was going to a museum um just have a better understanding of the country that we're in uh the practices etc mm. um and also just having people around so uh, my dad would uh, immediately uh, connect with the artistic communities in these countries mm. Mm. Um, and so we would basically have a lot of artists just come in through uh, our house uh, for dinner uh, talk about their work um, so so that was really the, the initial uh, introduction into the arts uh, so this is something that I always carried with me um, and then aside from that um, I really wanted to contribute something to the African contemporary art um, so I started to collect some of the pieces of um, artists that I knew um, and at a certain point um, I really wanted to to give something back to the community as well um, and I come across uh, my partner uh, at Demet Gallery DJ mm-hmm. um, who is an artist himself um, okay. and one of the things that we were talking about was really um, the ability of artists uh mostly emerging artists to control the narratives because once you are actually signed to a gallery it's really difficult to kind of like uh, shape the narrative um, Mm. or have control in terms of some of the activities that the galleries are doing Mm -hmm. Um, so that really forced us to come up with a new model where we basically provide a platform for artists to come Mm -hmm. aboard uh, and really shape their own narrative, their own career, their own message. Uh, mm. And we basically act as fas- uh, facilitators in that process. Uh, so that's really how the journey started uh, when it comes to Demif Gallery. That is that is powerful. I, I I particularly like the story you talked about with your uh, with your father as well, and uh, so the history and how you developed the passion over time uh, for art. And um, what you're doing with Demif Gallery is really impressive. It is uh, are the artists UK based, America based? Is there a particular regional location that they are all based in? Well, um, the, the majority of our artists um, mm-hmm. are um, are of uh, African descent. Okay. Um, so that's really our our main focus at this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the interesting part is that the artists are not all based in Africa, right? So okay. We have uh, artists, uh, African artists, who are based in Germany, uh, France, um, uh, Spain, among others. Uh, we got American artists, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's really across the globe. Um, mm. And aside from that, you know, one of the things that we had as a vision is really promoting uh, cultural diversity uh, and really providing an opportunity for artists of um, ethnic minority to um, have a platform where they could uh, basically showcase their um, their. Uh, their expertise, talent, and, mm-hmm. and creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I work with, um, you know, an uh, emerging artist uh, from the Philippines. Um, okay. She's doing really amazing work. In the focus at this moment is um, on um, African contemporary art. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but our vision has always been to uh, be a gallery that promotes cultural diversity mm-hmm. uh, through contemporary art. So, yeah. uh, what... and though, the, the, so, sorry to cut you though. There, there was uh, there was a point there about cultural diversity that I sure. I, I wanted to just uh, uh, ask uh, your progress with cultural diversity and pushing that because sure. that seems to be like a hot topic across different industries at the moment. Sure. Um, so, how's that going for you? Well, I think, first of all, we are in a very, very interesting uh, time. Um, I think we are really witnessing a paradigm shift uh, in terms of um, the art world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before the art world was very Eurocentric in their mm-hmm. approach, uh, the canon, the uh, art history. Uh, but now we're seeing uh, different regions uh, developing very quickly, financially, economically, politically, and these all have ramification on the cultural diplomacy as well. Um, mm. So as a result, we're seeing a different region, different culture, really demanding their rightful place in the art world. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a very interesting time to see all these different regions, different minorities, um, really demanding their place in the art mm. world to be recognized and to be treated equally as other artists, essentially. Mm. And, and is that this? Is that around the? Is that uh, the current state of the art world as as a whole, or is that specifically gaining more traction within contemporary African arts? Um, I would say as a whole, um, I think uh, over the last uh, two decades, uh, we've, we've been seeing uh, major movements, um, especially when you look at uh, developments in the Middle East, um, you know, key countries um, such as the UAE, uh, Qatar, Bahrain, really pushing for recognition for their local artists. Um, we're seeing, you know, key developments uh, in Asia, obviously led by China. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we're seeing um, a lot of movement in this space. But I mm. would say one of the key factors is really the internet, right? I mean, mm. the internet has created um, a global village where before you True. might find it very difficult to uh, identify, uh, but with platforms such as Instagram, uh, RT, you really have the ability to showcase your work globally and mm. get the rightful recognition for it. Yeah. And, and these sort of arts you're talking about, is does that include sculpting um, or are there specifically just, you know, paintings alone? I, I would say um, it, it, it's a wide range of things. Okay. Uh, but obviously, painting is the most, um, you, you know, is, is the most accessible uh, art form mm-hmm. um, because it's, you know, it's easily transported. Uh, the logistics are a bit easier. You could mm-hmm. literally roll it up and then send it to the other side of the world with no issues. True. Um, but yeah, but it's really across the board, right? I mean, we're mm-hmm. seeing digital. Uh, digital art, we're seeing sculptures, uh, we're seeing um, really a lot of things. Uh, yeah. happening so, at the same so it time. sounds to me like it sounds to me that 
like it's a, a right time. It's a good time for uh, black art and African contemporary arts as a whole. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, I think um, the thing about um, African contemporary art is mm-hmm. that when you hear the word African, you immediately uh, think of you know a traditional masks, yeah. um, art craft, etc. Yeah. yeah, you um, always think of these figurines and things like that. First, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, but because of globalization, uh, because of massive investments um, that have been uh, going into Africa, mm-hmm. um, we have been seeing, um, um, you know, young artists uh, creating new type of art um, mm-hmm. using different materials, having different stories, yep. and that really resonates globally, um, and. And this is really the right moment for it, right? I mean, yeah. the internet is there. We got art fairs, we got yeah. museums looking into it. So yeah, I, I would say there there haven't been a better time to be an African artist than now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's fascinating you you say that because uh, people are a, a number of people are advocating for for there to be a uh, a retelling of the origin of African arts, um, mm. a retelling of the inspiration behind these uh, uh, these arts, because um, there's been quite a lot of um, association with um, things like slavery and uh, perhaps um, uh, perhaps uh, spirituality um, and sometimes dark spirituality, sure. rather than an intellectual uh, conversation or an intellectual uh, um, art um, sort of involvement from from an African perspective. So, do you mind? Do you mind just telling us a bit more about the uh, your your view about the origin and the significance of African arts generally? What what it t- generally means and the inspiration behind it? Right. Well, I, I think um, you know normally in the canon we tend to speak about African art mm-hmm. um, as, you know, the embodiment of, you know, mystical, spiritual, uh, emotive uh, art um, mm. that our ancestors have been uh, cultivating, right? Um, and they were, you know, spiritual to a certain extent, they were functional to a certain extent, um, but they were also a way of capturing history, right? Very important political um, events, social mm. events. They were all captured through these traditional arts, you know. Um, and it's really a shame that we are not able to kind of um, rediscover or even understand mm-hmm. uh, what they were doing at the time. I mean, yeah. right now, we do know that, um, you know, these traditional artifacts um, were made to um, gain access to a higher spiritual world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that these artif- uh, artifacts uh, were made to commemorate political and social events. Okay. Um, but we also know that these artifacts were um, a way of um, 
capturing the cultural identity of a specific tribe, you know. Mm, um, so these are some of the factors, some of the elements that these masks and artifacts had. But yeah. because of colonialism and all these kind of uh, developments into Africa, we kind of lost that. But yeah. then the interesting part is that, you know, one of the greatest artists of all time, uh, Pablo Picasso, mm -hmm. was heavily inspired by these uh, artifacts, right? I mean, one of the things that he said is that he never felt, you know, any uh, strong artistic emotions when he was suddenly confronted by the beauty um, of these sculptures, which mm. were obviously executed by anonymous artists, right? Yeah. So the, the question really is, are we ready as Africans um, mm. to appreciate these <laughs> artifacts? Are I we, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because That's a the, very good question because yeah. um, uh, talking about appreciating uh, the arts, I, I remember growing up in Lagos, uh, Nigeria and I used to go to the market quite often and these uh, uh, Hausa uh, tribal men uh, would sell artifacts uh, they would sell these arts they were sculptures yeah. some of them were figurines some of them were paintings uh, yeah. at the local market uh, but it was interesting even at a tender age to notice that uh, the sort of people who came in there to buy these arts and these figurines were yeah. more uh, yeah. foreigners they yeah. you know it was it was less nigerians or africans going there you know at the worst case scenario they just say ah it's it's just uh uh it's just a, a sculpture it, there's nothing to it so there's no story yeah. to it yeah. um you know the aesthetics is it's either nice or not nice that's the sort of judgment uh, yeah. people put on art so how do you change that for africans i think I, I mean, it's a very interesting uh, uh, example that, that you raised there, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, um, you know, I, I was brought up in, in, a, in a Christian uh, family. My grandfather was, uh, was a priest um, or, um, you know, a Protestant priest in a way. Mm -hmm. um, so there was always some, um, you know, some, some ways of looking into these uh, into these artifacts, into these masks, you know, mm. um, because I didn't really know the meaning of it. The only thing that I knew that they were scary and mm -hmm. they might have some dark element to it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it, you know, it did um, capture a certain emotion in me when I was looking into it, right? Mm. Um, was that, scary. would you say, was that because of the sort of preconceived? information that you had if you hadn't been um so conditioned from maybe uh, uh dad if i, I don't know if yeah. you did but if you're yeah. not being conditioned in a way would you have seen those arts differently would you have just seen them as you probably see uh you know michelangelo's work today wow that's a very good question you know <laughs> i think um i think that's a very good question mm. i think um you know growing up we are conditioned in a certain way yeah uh, but i think that if the environment that we were growing up in uh appreciated respected uh provided uh the right context mm. in understanding this art maybe we would have looked at it differently mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. But that wasn't always the case. Yeah, right? because I, I, I understand the spiritual side of the arts. I, I understand that uh, you can uh, go to some really, um, you know, esoteric spaces when you are exactly. creating stuff. Um, and perhaps that's an individual thing for you to draw inspiration, not necessarily yeah. that, that your work now embodies some level of spirituality, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure Michelangelo was in, you know, third heavens when he was drawing, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Picasso was in third heavens when he was drawing that. Uh, and, yeah. you know, you have all these artists who, um, have to get into a, a a a different plane to get inspiration and you know we don't need to debate whether it's right or wrong or whatever it is sure. yet um but we don't remember those stories of their painting as some spiritual stuff right <laughs> so it's, right you know we just see it as wow that is beautiful that's an intellectual piece of work you know sure. this person has spent time to create this masterpiece uh, yeah. So I guess where I'm going is what sort of story should we be telling now? You know, how do we yeah. tell the right story moving forward? I think, um, I, I think first of all, um, it, it really um, comes down to the ecosystem um, that the African uh, art operates, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, in order for you to have um, an ecosystem, you need to have all the right components aligned in the right direction, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, um, just like from an educational point of view, right? Mm -hmm. We have art school across Africa and we know that on, in these art schools that, you know, there is um, an element of understanding uh, African art, right? All these statues, mm -hmm. etc. And a lot of these contemporary artists uh, are referring to that while they are making their art pieces, which is very powerful. So we think that these, you know, artifacts, these masks are basically dead, um, inflexible. Uh, they're not able to come into the modern age. But the contemporary artists are actually going back to it and using that into their um, into their current artwork. So I think talking to artists about their understanding of these pieces is really important. Um, so that's one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing, I think it's really about um, education, right? Mm -hmm. It's really about African governments, uh, policy makers, yeah. really prioritizing African art uh, in the, the uh, education, in the forming of African minds, mm. right? So these are art pieces made by our ancestors. Yeah. It was valuable for them mm -hmm. and we should appreciate it, we should respect it and we shouldn't demonize it mm -hmm. the way that we were taught because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we demonize our own artworks, mm -hmm. uh, and here in the you know here in the West, we go to pay to have access to them into really you know fancy museums. You know? <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. yeah. So I, I and we it's almost like these uh, these things don't have value to us 
but then yeah. um, there's a community that finds value uh, yeah. and adds value to it and then all of a sudden we cry wolf at the end of it saying well 100%. you know this is the case but then we never really appreciated it yeah is even though that's true and i'm just second guessing that statement right now even sure. though that's true is there also a room um is there a need for uh acceptance from the uh west or other um countries um of the damage and the carnage that they've done to reinforce um that mindset within the african culture you know you we we've yeah. talked about those african contemporary arts that left the shores of africa um during slave trades and the rest of it and there's ongoing debates about returning it to africa or not yeah. what it, it, what are the major issues with that and should the west also own up or is the west owning up to their contribution to this sort of mindset about arts Wow. Well, um, I, I, I think... And, and, and wow. I understand that, yeah. you, you know, you're in the industry, so it might be a bit political. You don't have to yeah. go... You don't have to go... No, no, I yourself. think... You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's valid for us to also ask that question because I feel, yeah. I feel sometimes we could play the blame game on the yeah. African people and say, well, you don't appreciate this, you don't yeah. appreciate that. But even the one we used to appreciate was stalling. So why yeah. should we appreciate new ones, really? <laughs> so, yeah. so that's why I asked that question. No, I think, I th I think, I think um, one of the issues is that we are not having um, these discussions mm. uh, more often right mm -hmm. uh it's mostly you know the headlines yeah uh, that kind of um determine the narrative of this conversation we mm -hmm. need to have this conversation and it's very very important to do so right mm -hmm. um i think first of all um the most important part um is understanding how complex this topic is right yeah um it's not just like hey you stole our art piece give it back right? mm. you need to really understand uh the historical context first of all okay um you know how were these uh art pieces looted stolen etc mm -hmm. and then secondly um what are the framework uh in order to um get these art pieces back right mm. and also are there any case studies examples where people were being able to successfully get these these pieces back right mm. and and then the last point is you need to understand that these artifacts are assets for a number of key institutions across Europe mostly right yeah. so giving them back would mean that they would you lose a lot of revenue so it's in their interest to kind of have these pieces there mm -hmm. so I think mm -hmm. that's kind of the context yeah the second element is um, the 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 legal framework because they need to be a legal framework in order to get these things back right mm -hmm. um the only example that we know is is obviously uh sculptures art pieces that were stolen by the nazis right? mm -hmm. um and there have been a lot of um you know court cases 
uh, around this uh, around this topic. But then the interesting part is that the criteria that you know this court uh, were putting into place was um, the the claimant need to provide um, uh, an, um, a certificate or or something proving the ownership of his or her ancestor mm-hmm. over the item mm-hmm. and demonstrating that uh, the ancestor was wrongly dispossessed during the Nazi occupation era, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So that's like a presence that we have where a lot of people have been successful. But then at the same time, we have countries such as Greece, even China, who, you know, have been um, trying to get some of the art pieces back. Mm-hmm. But, but the most important thing here to understand is that without a legal mechanism for a restitution, mm-hmm. um, you know, these appeals are just insufficient. So you need to have other discussions. So you need to have political intervention. Mm. Uh, you need to have grassroots movements. Uh, you need to have, you know, a lot of elements in place in mm-hmm. order to create an environment where people can, uh, you know, have serious, honest conversation mm-hmm. and, you know, get the pieces that are rightly there. So it's a very complex topic. Yeah, it's, and I, I, I never thought about the complexity or the economic uh, element contribution to this topic uh, until you've mentioned it now, um, because it is lost revenue for these, um, uh, you know, galleries uh, and museums um, if they if they return these artifacts back home. And I guess uh, to back to Africa now. I guess also another question is: Does Africa or the Af- the guys uh, the uh, African market does he have? Um, the needed resources to protect these arts when yeah. they go back as well. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I think um, I think one of the most important development about African contemporary art mm-hmm. is that it has um, sparked interest uh, across uh, the African continent, across the diaspora, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you know, before, you know, people would, r- r- you know, they would rather buy a Rolex mm-hmm. <laughs> or a BMW mm-hmm. you know, than uh, than an, an art piece. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, with... Because I can't, I can't drive an art piece, to be honest. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you, I mean, yeah. I've worked so hard all my yeah. life to make yeah. millions, and you want me to. Put it in an art. I mean, I've got to show it off. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And 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 the the thing really is understanding why people buy art in the first place, right? Mm. I mean, the first element is really the appreciation of beauty, right? Appreciation of the artifact, the art piece, the technique, mm. the vision that is behind it. Right, so you really have people that just buy it because they just love art, right? And then the second element is really investment, right? Yeah, because today you might buy you know an art piece, um, at let's say you know less than a thousand dollars, um, and 
this artist might be the next big thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And immediately your art piece has been appreciated, you know, 10, 100 folds, right? Yeah. Um, so the question really is, you know, how do I find these artists? How do I find the next big thing, right? Yeah. Um, and then the last thing uh, is really social status, right? Mm-hmm. Once you have... Um, that house that you wanted to buy once you have that bmw once you have that rolex right mm. what what's next right so yeah. you want to show another bmw so- and another house and another <laughs> rolex yeah but i at certain point you'd be bored right you'd be bored <laughs> what i, I get I- you i get you mm. yeah so mm. so you want to show off like look i'm pretty sophisticated mm. you know i understand art right yeah and the last one is really what we're seeing across uh, across Africa, across the diaspora. Okay. Um, and I think that's a very welcoming development. Mm, that is, it, it is. And to when I sort of started getting involved or, you know, getting taken a liking into art, um, I, one of the things I had to almost unlearn uh, as uh, a, uh, an African-born, Nigerian-born, uh, an individual was coming to the you know to the uk and is 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 uh living in the uk um on unlike the diasporans will probably have the opportunity of these stories uh, and these uh research and uh ideas about the origin of art and perhaps that could help them appreciate art a bit more unlike them somebody like myself who was you know in in, we bought the stories that were told to us you know all our arts were dark they were you know spiritual stuff that you didn't want to touch and we've bought that one of the things i had to unlearn was the second thing which they taught me and this was not you know sort of like the the west imposing uh this it was more of my society which was that art is a luxury art is a thing for rich people art is a thing that should only be appreciated you know by uh, a particular elite uh, and class what do you think about that i've had to unlearn it i have a different mindset now i know that you you don't it it doesn't matter your social status appreciation appreciation of arts you know should go beyond your social status but what's your point of view on that and how can you correct that in others wow um i i think i think you touched upon a very important uh topic right i mean um, even if you look here in the West, right? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's really, you know, the rich, the elite that are really into this art world. Mm-hmm. They are the one really, um, you know, uh, making the money, going to uh, interesting exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these exhibitions, these galleries in the first place are pretty intimidating, right? Um, you know, you coming in into a cube with just white walls mm. and people just walking around, smoozing around. Yeah, I can imagine that you feel a bit out of place. Mm-hmm. But art is not um, art is everywhere, right? Art is um, functional. Um, art is something that we all appreciate one way or the other right mm. um for instance look at hip-hop for instance right i always use that example 
right? Hip hop before it was really something that was, um, you know, in the ghettos of the U.S., right? But nowadays, hip hop has found its way into the mainstream, mm-hmm. and you know, everybody from Zuckerberg all the way to you know a, a, a boy in the in the London estates listen to the same thing, right? Mm. Um, the most important thing is really uh, about creating strategies, creating ways to make art accessible to everybody, whether they're going to buy it or not. But mm. you need to find ways and strategies to make it a- accessible to everybody. A good example for it is is a Nigerian um, artist, um, Sunny Insanity, uh, who who's doing an amazing job mm-hmm. in just, you know, m- merging his Nigerian heritage mm. with his London lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously not everybody in his um, social environment will be able to buy this art, but he's doing workshops, uh, he's doing uh, a lot of things to just, you know, make people understand that art is something important as music right mm. and so it really depends on how you want to approach it there are a number of strategies that you could do in order to make art accessible you don't necessarily have to buy it okay. but just having the ability to consume it right mm-hmm. um having you know um organizing trips to the british museums right how many africans uh, do you see in the British Museum appreciating valuing art that is there? Mm-hmm. Not much, right? Yeah. So strategies about organizing trips to um, galleries, why not? Yeah. To museums, why not? Okay. It's yeah. just a way of of um, of helping people understand and have access to art yeah. without necessarily have to buy it. Essentially, mm, fair enough. Fair enough. And though I really wish I can hold you a bit longer because I'm really <laughs> enjoying this conversation. Um, and it, it, it's a necessary conversation that we need to talk about, uh, we need to have um, when, because it's, uh, when, when we look at success um, uh, uh, within the black community um, and uh, individuals who are getting more successful by the day, yeah. um, one of the ways that they can um, show or, or one of the ways that is proven that you can show your um, commitment to culture regardless of your social status or success is uh, by appreciating and investing in art as well so absolutely I, just oh can you still hear me yeah i can hear oh, you okay. yes okay fantastic so just uh, to round off uh, uh yeah. to round up um how can people invest uh, in the arts? Are there areas of investments that um, someone, let's say, a, a director, someone listening, who uh, has uh, to the highest level of success in his field, is comfortable, he has the money, uh, and he's been thinking, you know, I want to invest in art, but it's a passion project for me. I understand mm. that there's the education piece. I understand all of that stuff what are the areas that i can invest in within the arts to further tell the right story for black arts well i think i think first of all i really commend you for for having this uh, this Mm. conversation with me because i think 
these are the type of conversation that we need to have mm. in order to 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 further the discourse regarding African contemporary art, right? Mm-hmm. Within the African community, mm-hmm. because it's just not been happening enough, yeah. right? Um, so so yeah, I really commend you for that, you know, and I Thank really you. hope that others will will follow suit. Mm. Um, in terms of investing, I mean, first of all, I think you need to look at it as um, as a football player, right? Okay. Um, the reason why Messi is so great, the reason why he's able to play, you know, at Barcelona and continue, uh, and participate at Champions League, is because in Argentina there is a very strong infrastructure that is able to invest in young players mm-hmm. that is able to identify talent uh, that is able to provide them with the right tools and support in order to be uh, noticed by other regions mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that's how we should look at our artists right mm. the most important thing that you could do is really just look around you, right? I know for sure that a lot of people know someone who is an artist. They know someone who's a creative, right? And most of all, sometimes in our co- uh, communities, you know, you've been thrown upon. If you are a painter, it's like, is that gonna make you money? How are you gonna make a living, you know? Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the most important thing, first of all, is to support these people, right? If you have the financial, um, you know, blessing in doing so, buy their pieces, right? Uh, talk to your friends about it if you don't have the money or if you if you're if you're not able to support them financially talk to your friends about it that mm. hey there is a talent uh perhaps you could look into it right um go to galleries go to african uh contemporary art galleries discover new talent right yeah um instagram you know you could follow a lot of african artists on instagrams um show up to their exhibitions show up to their talks right mm. um you know, there are a lot of writers, African writers, African curators that need, you know, people to read their stuff, people to share their stuff, right? So these are some of the steps that you could do in order to do that. But if you're really looking into investing into um, a young emerging African artists, I would say, you know, do your research online. There is a lot of content out there. Um, talk to a gallerist. Uh, who are well versed in understanding where the art market is going, where it is at, educate mm. yourself. And once you have the necessary knowledge uh, and the confidence, buy something that you really like, mm-hmm. not necessarily as an investment, buy, but buy something that you could hang into your house or whatever and have your friends come around and be very proud of it. Mm. Wow, that is some valuable points there. You know, taking the, you know, starting from where you are using uh, the tools that you have rather than just uh, spending social media, liking the latest TikTok videos. You can take a second to just follow, you know, these African artists. Um, Exactly. There's there's a guy, I think he's from Senegal, um, that does this ravishing paintings with his uh sometimes with his mouth sometimes with his feet yeah yeah, yeah. you know i, I had I, I started following him this week and then discovered a whole different um, um, world of artists out there that i could follow on instagram and that's actually made my instagram a bit more colorful to scroll through 
absolutely absolutely and and that's the way that's the right way forward mm -hmm. I, i completely agree with you on that one that's amazing well you know what i i wish i can have you longer edo but thank you so much for your time <laughs> thank we you should so do much this again we should talk about this again because um on success hangout one of the things that is critical for us is to share stories and talk about uh global issues from from the perspective of you know um how can individual successes benefit the audience uh, uh, a, a wider community beyond ours or beyond you know just me myself and i and sure. you know the things that you've said one my key takeaway from what the points that you've made is you know if you are actually fortunate if you if you're privileged to belong to the upper class and you have the money uh, and you can invest in there a good way for you to give back you know is really to invest in african arts and contemporary arts so i really appreciate your time at ago yeah thank you very much and obviously you know um i, I would uh, recommend everybody to just have a, a quick uh, uh, look at our website mfgallery.com yeah. uh, we're very active on instagram uh engaging with people uh talking with people supporting people as well mm -hmm. um so yeah just you know just give and us is a demif d e m i f gallery on instagram uh so it's d e m i f on the score gallery oh, okay. um on instagram, on instagram. um and yeah, your and gallery is spelled uh, you know the general way of gallery it's not funky fight <laughs> no <laughs> no absolutely not absolutely not and all right so said, you can you know if, if you're listening you can de definitely do that uh d-e-m-i-f underscore gallery right on instagram on instagram what exactly. about twitter or linkedin uh we're active on linkedin as well just mf gallery um on linkedin um twitter as well uh, Facebook as well. We're very active on Facebook uh, as well. Um, and yeah, you know, we're more than happy to have conversation with anybody who's interested into this space, uh, education, uh, or even just introduction, because I think, um, you know, it's really important to give back to the community um, and educate people, provide people with the right tools mm -hmm. to understand and appreciate African art more. Absolutely. Well, Edo, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so uh, much. And uh, we'll speak soon. Excellent. Thank All you right. so much. All Have right, a lovely thanks. evening. All right, thank you too. Bye -bye. Have a lovely evening. Thanks. Bye.